Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I'd love to answer your questions. If you have a question you think is going to be a broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. This question comes from David in Nevada. He writes, thank you for all the education you provide daily. It's clear and concise and relevant and much appreciated. In talking with a Canadian associate this weekend, I was informed that Canada does not offer 30-year fixed financing like in the United States. I never knew this. In talking with another Canadian today, we were discussing that in his lifetime, there's never been such a quick and continuous rise of interest rates. This appears to be new territory for Canada. With the housing stats discussed, time on market increasing and quantity of houses on the market decreasing, this is confusing. I understand why time on market might be increasing, but I can't get my head around why the quantity of housing on the market is decreasing. Wouldn't folks with a mortgage rate that is potentially resetting in the near future be in a position of having to get rid of those mortgages whose monthly payment is about to reset significantly higher? Seems like a big onslaught of distressed property is headed down the pike in Canada. What other factors do you see at play here that might help make sense of what appears to be conflicting numbers of time on market versus quantity of houses sold? Well, thank you, David, for the kind words, and this is a great question. It is true that the lending environment in Canada is vastly different from what it is in the United States. The United States literally has thousands of banks, and while there's been a lot of consolidation over the years, the number of banks involved in lending still numbers over 4,000 in the U.S., Canada, on the other hand, has seven major charter banks, a handful of credit unions, and a small number of B lenders. The low interest rate policy that real estate owners and investors alike have enjoyed over the past decade has been tempered somewhat in Canada through the introduction of something called the qualifying interest rate. This is a full two percentage points higher than the actual interest rate on a loan. So, for example, if a borrower was being quoted in an interest rate of, say, 3.5%, as was fairly common not that long ago, they would need to qualify for the loan as if the interest rate was 5.5 and not 3.5. This approach did actually build some safety into the system. It means that borrowers who qualified for the loans over the past five years would have a certain amount of financial resilience to withstand at least a portion of the rapid increase in interest rates. Like the United States, some lending policies are set at the federal level In the United States, 70% of the loans that are underwritten by the agencies, such as Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, these loans are products that are underwritten, like the FHA 203B, that's a 30-year fixed rate loan. In Canada, by comparison, residential loans can have a 20, 25-year, or 30-year amortization, just like the U.S., but the term of the loan is going to be much shorter. With terms ranging from two to five years is the most common, and on the rarest of occasions, I've seen loans with maybe seven-year or at the most 10-year terms. It means those interest rates, like you said, are going to reset when those terms come due. Those loans will have to be renewed as part of the amortization schedule, but if the interest rate is higher, those payments will significantly go up. A lot of people are indeed having a hard time understanding the current market conditions. As always, there are headwinds and tailwinds. The days on market is increasing. That's somewhat a reflection of the fact that some sellers are looking in the rearview mirror. They're asking simply too much. These homes are sitting on the market and not moving. That's the main factor that I believe is responsible for increasing time on market. The days on market has increased by only two days in the past 12 months, so it's not a huge change. 
when you consider how much has changed in the past year, only increasing two days on market is not significant. In my home market, there's three months of inventory in the single family home market and 1.8 months of inventory in the condo market. The low inventory of homes for sale is a reflection of the continuing white hot demand in some segments of the market. Properties below half a million dollars are flying off the shelf almost anywhere in the nation. Demand for housing is being driven by immigration. We have a real acute shortage of housing. I personally expect to see some forced sales emerging over the next several years. Now, when I say forced sales, that does not mean that these properties are going to be distressed. These are properties that are going to be experiencing negative cash flow as a result of the rise in interest rates. For example, in most major cities, between 20 to 25% of condos are owned by small investors who rent them out to tenants, and rents have not risen to keep pace with the rise in interest rates. These owners are going to be sitting on a ton of equity. Unless they purchased those investment properties in 2022, and there's not very many of those, most of the rest are sitting on a lot of equity. Yes, they'll be forced to sell because they want to get rid of the negative cash flow, but there were very few properties for sale in 2022. I can't imagine that investors would engage in bidding wars to buy investment properties, rip them out of the hands of owner-occupants who are willing to pay too much. So I'm not expecting a tremendous amount of distress in the market. I'm expecting a fairly orderly slowdown in the market. I want to thank you, David, for a fabulous question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. 